يَسْأَلُكَ النَّاسُ The people ask you عَنِ السَّاعَةِ About the hour. قُلْ Say إِنَّمَا Indeed only عِلْمُهَا Its knowledge عِنْدَ اللَّهِ Near Allah. Its knowledge is only with Allah. وَمَا يُدْرِيكَ And what can inform you? يُدْرِيكَ أَدْرَاكَ أَدْرَى يُدْرِي To inform. What could inform you? What could make you perceive? What could even make you know? Meaning, you cannot know when exactly the hour is going to be. However, لَعَلَّ السَّاعَةَ Perhaps the hour, تَكُونُ It is قَرِيبًا Near. People ask you when the Day of Judgment is going to be. Tell them, its knowledge is only with who? With Allah. And how could you know? You cannot know. But one thing is for sure, perhaps the hour is near. Meaning it is near. Because the hour for each person is when he dies. And no person knows when he will die. It could be at any time. Allah says in Surah Al-Anbiya, Ayah 1, اقترب للناس حسابهم وهم في غفلة معرضون The hisab of people is drawing near. And even in the general sense, the hour, the day of judgment, is not far. The Prophet ﷺ said, بُعِثْتُ أَنَا وَالسَّاعَةُ هَكَذَا I and the hour have been sent like this. Meaning after the coming of the Prophet ﷺ, now the next main thing that's going to happen is the coming of the hour. In Surah Luqman, Ayah 34, Allah says, إِنَّ اللَّهَ عِنْدَهُ عِلْمُ Indeed, the knowledge of the hour is alone with who? Only with Allah. So stop worrying about when the hour is going to be. Rather prepare for the hour. Because in Allah, indeed Allah, لَعَنَ الْكَافِرِينَ He has cursed those who deny, those who disbelieve. وَأَعَدَّ لَهُمْ And He has prepared for them. سَعِيرًا A blaze, a violent fire into which they shall be admitted. Because they were violent in their hatred for Allah and His religion. خَالِدِينَ فِيهَا Abada, abiding therein eternally. La yajiduna, they will not find waliyan, a protector, wala nasira, nor a helper. No one will come and protect them from the punishment, and no one will come and help them out of it. Yawma, on the day when tuqallabu, it will be turned about. What will be turned about? Wujuhuhum, their faces which they considered very dignified. Those same faces will be turned about finnar in the fire. Tuqallabu from taqallub qaflamba to roll over, to turn up and down, to toss one way and then the other way. Their faces will be turned about in the fire so that no part is spared from the torment. Every part is tormented. يَقُولُونَ They will say, يَا لَيْتَنَا How we wish. لَيْتَ لَيْتَ is حرف التمني To express one's wish or desire. Oh, how we wish that أَطَعْنَ اللَّهَ We had obeyed Allah. وَأَطَعْنَ الرَّسُولَ And that we had obeyed the Messenger. Sallallahu alayhi wasallam. You see, الرسول, the alif at the end is of ishba. 
Alright, meaning it's for the purpose of elongated over here, the alif is added over here, to express more regret and sorrow and grief. When they will be in the punishment, they will wish that they had obeyed Allah and obeyed the Messenger. Every nation will wish they had obeyed the Messenger that was sent to them. In Surah An-Nisa, Ayah 64, Allah says, وَمَا أَرْسَلْنَا مِنْ رَسُولٍ إِلَّا Every messenger was sent in order to be obeyed. But instead of obeying the messenger, what did they do? They mocked at him. They denied him. They rejected him. They opposed him. They made fun of his life. They made fun of his marriages. They made fun of his words. They made fun of his sacrifices. And such people will regret in Surah Saba, Ayah 34, Allah says, وَمَا أَرْسَلْنَا فِي قَرْيَةٍ مِّن نَذِيرٍ إِلَّا قَالَ مُتْرَفُوهَا إِنَّا بِمَا أُرْسِلْتُمْ بِهِ كَافِرُونَ Every messenger, what happened? The people said to him, we deny what you have brought. We don't believe in you. So majority of the people, what has been their fate? What has been their case? They have not obeyed the messenger. And here, we need to think about ourselves. You see, for example, the hukum given earlier. The Prophet ﷺ is commanded to tell the women to observe this way of veiling. So, if a person does not obey the messenger, this will be a source of great regret. وَقَالُوا And they will say, in that punishment, رَبَّنَا O our Lord, إِنَّا أَطَعْنَا سَادَّتَنَا وَكُبَرَاءَنَا Indeed, we obeyed our sada. And our kubara. Sadatana. Sadat. This is the plural of the word Sayyid. Who is Sayyid? Chief, master, leader. A person of sharaf and qadr. A person of honor and dignity and great rank. Whatever he says goes. His word is well respected. His position is well respected. So we obeyed our masters. Wa kubara'ana. Our dignitaries. Kubara is a plural of Kabir. Kabir is one who is big. Meaning, our elders, the elite, the people of power, the people of authority. These were our leaders, and these are the people that we followed. But what happened? فَأَضَلُّونَ sabila. But they led us astray from as-sabila, from the way, from the correct way. Again, the alif over here, after sabil, what does that do? It expresses more grief and more regret. They will express immense regret that, O oh Allah, O oh our Lord, instead of obeying you and instead of obeying your messenger, we got stuck in what our elders said. We got stuck in their statements and their instructions. They were more dear to us than the word of Allah. They were more dear to us than the word of the Messenger ﷺ. Their traditions and their norms were more revered. They were more respected. And here we really need to think that oftentimes when we are not following the religion in any way, what is the reason over there? It's because the culture or the elders in our you know, respective families or whatever, they say whatever they believe, it goes. It must be followed. It must be adhered with. Even if it contradicts the Qur'an and Sunnah. Isn't this a clear warning then? 
Because on the day of judgment, no one's going to come and rescue us. Each person is going to be on their own. And look at how the friendship will turn into enmity on the day of judgment. The followers will say, Rabbana, our Lord, atihim, give them, give who? Our leaders, our elders, our dignitaries, give them their fayni min al-adhab. Double the punishment. Their fain, dual of the word lirf. Lirf means double. So two times. Give them twice the punishment. Double the punishment. anhum And curse them. La'nan kabira, A great curse. A mighty curse. This is how much they will hate their leaders. You see, even in the dunya, no matter how well respected somebody is, no matter what their position is, if they tell you to do something that's going to destroy your career, that's going to destroy your future, that's going to destroy your money or your family in any way, what happens? Do you end up loving that individual? No, you end up hating them. Because anyone who causes you loss, anyone who causes you loss in the long run, is not really your friend. So, obeying Allah and the Messenger wasallam should never be cast aside in obedience to the creation, out of fear of the creation. We should not comply with the wishes of the creation just to please them. If that means we have to disobey our Lord. Because this friendship and this love and this respect will turn into absolute hatred on the Day of Judgment. Allah says, يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا O you who have believed, La takunu. O you who have believed. And when Allah says, Ya ayyuhalladina amanu, what should we say? Labbaik ya Rabb. I'm here, O Allah. We should take interest. What is it that my Lord is going to say? Ya ayyuhalladina amanu. O you who have believed. Say in your heart, Labbaik, I'm here. La takunu. Allah says, do not be. Like who? Kalladina. Like those people who adhaw Musa. Who hurt Musa alayhi salam. Don't be like the people who abused Musa alayhi salam. Meaning don't abuse your messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam. The way that the Bani Israel abused their messenger Musa alayhi salam. How did they abuse him? How did they hurt him? They hurt him by disobeying him. They hurt him by arguing him. By forgetting his ihsan. By disrespecting him. By attacking him regarding his personal life. So all you who have believed, do not do that. There were people who harassed a prophet of Allah. And what happened? فَبَرَّأَهُ Allah. Then Allah declared him innocent. Barra'a. From Bara Hamza. Bara'a is innocence. And Bara'a is to declare someone's innocence, that they're not guilty. So Bara'ahu, Allahu, meaning Allah declared Musa salam as innocent. Of what? Mimma qalu, of that which the Bani Israel said about him. Of that which they accused him of. Meaning Allah revealed his innocence. Allah exposed his innocence. For all the prophets are innocent. 
وَكَانَ And he was ever عِنْدَ اللَّهِ Near Allah وَجِيهَا Distinguished. وَجِيه From وَجْه وَجْه means face. وَجِيه One who is very respectable. They have a face. Everybody has a face. Face as in they have a position. They have a high rank. They are honorable. Their face is worthy of attention and regard. They are held high in repute. وَكَانَ عِنْدَ اللَّهِ وَجِيهَا Musa السلام, was a prophet of Allah, of the ulul azm, one of the best prophets of Allah. And look at how his people treated him. They didn't respect him the way they should have respected him. The Bani Israel was the nation that Musa السلام, belonged to. He was one of them. He was sent in order to free the Bani Israel. He sacrificed so much, worked so hard to rescue the Bani Israel from enslavement to creation. He is the one who faced Fir'aun. Even though he said, وَيَضِيقُ الصَّدْرِ وَلَا يَنْطَلِقُ لِسَانِي his life was in danger. He put his life, his honor on the line. He challenged Fir'aun when no one else had the strength to. He did so much in order to rescue the Bani Israel. He went through years of fear, of hard work, of persecution, of mockery in order to set them free. But in return, what did the Bani Israel do? They only hurt him. So this ayah is like a question for us. What kind of an ummah will you be? The sacrifices of your messenger are not a secret. They're not unknown. You know exactly what the Prophet ﷺ went through physically, emotionally, financially, socially, politically. What immense struggle he went through to deliver this noble message to you, to bring Islam to you. How will you be with your Rasul? What will you do in response to all the favors that he showed you? One advice Allah gives us, don't be like the Bani Israel. They hurt Musa salam. You don't hurt your Prophet wasallam. Let him be proud of you on the day of judgment. Let him be happy for you. What did the Bani Israel do? We see that in Egypt, when Musa salam came, they complained. They said, أُذِينَا مِن قَبْلِ أَن تَأْتِيَنَا وَمِن بَعْدِ مَا جِئْتَنَا In Surah Al-A'raf, Ayah 129, it's mentioned. They complained. We were hurt before you came, and we're still persecuted. So basically, your coming has not benefited us. When leaving Egypt, in Surah Al-Shu'ara, Ayah 61, we learn, Musa salam has taken them. They're standing in front of the sea. Fir'aun is coming from behind. And what did they say? Inna This is it. It's over. We're going to be defeated. They gave up. They had no trust in their Prophet. In the desert, when they're receiving heavenly food, what did they say? We'll never be patient over one type of food. It's too boring. We want a variety. We're bored of this. In the desert, when Musa alayhi salam, he's gone in order to receive the Torah, what happened? They took the kafir worship. So quickly, they turned away from the teachings that Musa alayhi salam brought them. So quickly, they went back on their heels. 
when they were told about the Torah, when Musa brought the Torah to them, they said, لَن نُؤْمِنَ لَكَ حَتَّى نَرَ اللَّهَ جَهْرَ We're never going to believe in you until we see Allah. We don't accept your word unless we see Allah for ourselves. You are not trustworthy, you are not reliable. This is how they treated their Prophet. When they were told to enter their home country, they said, فَذْهَبْ أَنْتَ وَرَبُّكَ فَقَاتِلَا إِنَّهَا هُنَا قَاعِدُونَ We're sitting right here, you and your Lord go fight. We're not doing anything. When he commanded them to slaughter the cow, they said, أَتَتَّخِذُنَا هُزُوَا Are you kidding? He's telling them something so serious, and they think he's joking. So, oh believers, what are you going to do? What kind of followers will you be? Will you respect and adore your messenger, sallallahu alayhi wasallam? Will you love him and follow him to the best of your ability, or will you hurt him? Musa alayhi salam. He's quoted in the Quran, in Surah Al-Saf, Ayah 5, Allah says, Musa salam said to the people, Ya qawmi, lima tu'zunani? Oh my people, why do you harm me? Why do you hurt me? وَقَدْ تَعْلَمُونَ أَنِّي رَسُولُ اللَّهِ إِلَيْكُمْ While you know that I am the messenger of Allah to you. Don't you know that? So don't you trust me? Don't we know that Muhammad wasallam is indeed the messenger of Allah? So isn't his word reliable? Isn't his instruction acceptable? There's a particular incident also in which we learn how the Bani Israel harassed Musa salam. We learn, for example, that Musa salam was a man who was very shy. And whenever he would take a bath or something, he would not do it in front of others. He would always make sure that he was far, completely screened. And so the people accused him. They said he only does this because he has some defect in his body. He has some physical defect. He has some hernia or some leprosy or something like that, because of which he hides himself from us. So what happened? Musa salam one day, he was alone, uh, he was going to take a bath, and he took his clothes off and he put them on a rock. So what happened? The rock moved, and it started rolling away. And Musa salam he picked up his stick and chased the rock. And he was saying, my garment or rock, my garment or rock, meaning stop. Until what happened? The Bani Israel saw him. And they saw that he had no defect in his body. In fact, he was of the most perfect body. And then the rock stood still. So he took his garment and put it on. And he hit the rock with his stick that how dare you move away with my clothes. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made that happen. فَبَرَّأَهُ اللَّهُ مِمَّا قَالُوا But you can imagine the embarrassment that Musa salam had to go through here. Just because his people didn't trust him. The very people that he strove so hard to rescue and save, they mocked at him. They didn't trust him. And we need to see, each and every one of us needs to see, how much do I love Rasulullah wasallam? How much do I love him? and respect him, that no matter what he said, what he ordered, is acceptable to me, because he is my Rasul, he is my leader. Allah chose him to be the messenger. So whether it is that he married Aisha radiallahu anha, or he married Zainab radiallahu anha, or that he told the women to cover, or whatever it is, any command, 
How much love do I have for Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam that I will accept anything that comes from him because he is a Rasul, a Nabi. The Bani Israel didn't have respect for their Prophet. How much respect do I have for Muhammad Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam? Allah says Musa alaihi salam was near Allah wajih. Hassan al-Basri radiallahu anhu, he interpreted wajih as he said that his supplications would be answered by Allah. Whatever dua Musa alayhi salam made, it would be accepted. And in this is a beautiful lesson. Musa alayhi salam had a high position near Allah. But still, his people were so low that they didn't respect him. But still, Musa salam had a high position near Allah. And this is true. Every prophet of Allah is noble. Every prophet of Allah has a high station near Allah. The criticism of the critics and the mockery of those who mock, it doesn't affect their status. It doesn't affect their reputation. Ya أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا O you who have believed, اِتَّقُوا اللَّهِ Fear Allah. وَقُولُوا And you must say, قَوْلًا sadida, A statement that is sadid, That is of appropriate justice. That is correct. That is right. The word sadid is from the root letter سِينَ دَالْ دَالْ سَدْ And sad is basically used for a wall that has no gaps, no holes in the middle. It's straight. From this is تَسْدِيدُ sahm To straighten the arrows. Because an arrow is made from, for example, a twig or a branch, right? So that has to be straightened. You shave it from the sides in order to straighten it. Because if it's straight, then it's going to hit the target. If it's not straight, you shoot it one way, it's going to fall somewhere else. So tasdeedu saham is to straighten the arrow so they hit the target. And from this qawlan sadeed is a statement that is truthful, that is accurate, that is free from ambiguity. That is just, that is fair, balanced, free from bias. قُولُوا قَوْلًا سَدِيدًا Put aside your personal preferences. Put aside your biases. When it comes to the truth, then present it as it is. Don't change it, don't water it down. And this is a very heavy responsibility. Because when it comes to the truth, for example, religious matters, it's very difficult sometimes to speak the truth. Knowing that if you say one statement, you're going to be facing the battle of Ahzab because everybody's going to be attacking you because of what you said. But if it's in the Qur'an, if it's in the Sunnah, then قُولُوا قَوْلًا sadida, Speak that which is the truth. Put aside your preferences and biases and fears and present the truth as it is. And in general also, in your dealing with people, speak that, which is straight. Speak that which is correct. Don't lie. Don't say ambiguous statements all the time. Don't be a puzzle, you know, for people all the time, that they're always trying to solve your riddles. Yuslih lakum. He will amend for you. Meaning you speak that which is right, and Allah will amend for you. What a'malakum your deeds? How? If you think about it, our deeds, no matter what deed it is, whether it's the deed of you know, wearing hijab, or performing the salah, or the recitation of the Qur'an, anything, does it have problems? Is it imperfect? 
It's filled with imperfection, right? You speak the truth. You present the truth as it is. Allah will fix your actions. He will help you reform and improve and correct the deficiencies that certainly exist in your deeds. Don't fear the truth. Hold on to it. And Allah will help you adhere to it. يُصْلِحْ لَكُمْ أَعْمَالَكُمْ This also means that He will accept them. He will purify your deeds. He will give you the ability to perform more good deeds. And He will forgive you for your sins. يُصْلِحْ لَكُمْ أَعْمَالَكُمْ وَيَغْفِرْ لَكُمْ ذُنُوبَكُمْ And He will forgive you your sins. For you will certainly commit them. But you stick to the truth no matter how much it hurts and no matter how difficult it is, no matter how burdensome it may feel, you adhere to the truth. Allah will forgive you. And if you choose something otherwise, then that's not going to lead you to success. What will lead you to success is, وَمَن يُطِعِ اللَّهَ وَرَسُولَهُ And whoever obeys Allah and His Messenger, فَقَدْ فَازَ Then certainly he has succeeded. What kind of success? Fawzan, a success that is azimah, great. The person who obeys Allah and His Messenger, then certainly he has attained a great attainment. He is successful. Without obedience to Allah and His Messenger, success cannot be achieved. The Prophet ﷺ said, truth leads to albir, righteousness, piety. And piety is what leads to jannah. Lying on the other hand, distorting facts, misrepresenting the truth, watering it down, changing it completely, just so that people like it. This is lying. And lying is what leads to sin. And sin is what leads to hell. So stick to the truth. Adhere to the truth. Speak the truth. Yes, it's difficult, but Allah will grant you strength. Inna, indeed we, aradna, we presented, we offered. Aradna from Ain Radad, to present. We presented al-amana, the trust. Amana, hamza mim noon. Amana means trust. And what is amana? That you give something to someone, alright? So that they look after it, or they do what they're supposed to with it, and then you ask them back for it. You take it back. They're answerable to you. Amana could be a thing, it can even be a task. So over here, amana refers to religious obligations. Like hajj, salah, tahara, hijab, fasting, etc. Allah says, we presented this amana of Observing religious obligations. Why is it called amana? Because we have to observe these things. We don't have a choice. And then Allah will ask us, did we adhere to them or did we not? So Allah presented this amana to who? Ala samawati wal To the skies and the earth, wal jibal, and even the mountains. Why are the skies, earth and mountains mentioned? Because they're so big in their size, massive and strong. They were offered. You perform hajj, you perform salah, you observe hijab, you observe all of these laws. And what will happen? If you observe them, you're rewarded. You don't observe them, you're punished. So basically, amana refers to the amana of free will. 
the amanah of free will. Choose to obey Allah or choose to disobey Allah. This amanah was given to the skies, the earth, the mountains. What did they do? Allah says, فَأَبَيْنَا They refused. From Abba to refuse. They refused أَن يَحْمِلَّهَا That they should carry it. وَأَشْفَقْنَ مِنْهَا And they were afraid of it. أَشْفَقْنَ شِينْ فَاقَافْ To be afraid, to be worried, to be concerned. They were afraid of carrying this burden of responsibility. This burden of free will. But what happened? Allah presented it to Adam. وَحَمَلَهَا الْإِنسَانِ And the human being, he accepted it. He accepted it. You see, the mountains, the skies, the earth, they were scared of the punishment. Right? That if we don't use this free will properly, there is punishment. If we don't abide by the commandments, there is punishment. So they were afraid of the punishment. But man was hopeful. Hopeful of what? Allah's reward. His forgiveness. He was hopeful. So he accepted it. Adam a.s. accepted it. What this teaches us is that freedom comes with great responsibility. Over here, let's not blame Adam a.s. and say, oh, if he hadn't accepted it, all of us would have been so, you know, it would have been so easy for us. Let's not blame him. Think about yourself. If you're given a choice to either stay indoors 24-7 and not interact with anybody so that you don't end up lying or hurting somebody's feelings, would you choose that? To be on the safe side, would you ever choose that? No, you wouldn't. If somebody says to you, you just stay indoors and don't go in front of men, would you choose that? Never. No way. I'll wear the hijab and I will live my life. Right? Free will comes with great responsibility. And this is what we are being reminded of. Allah says, إِنَّهُ كَانَ ظَلُومًا جَهُولًا Indeed, man is ever unjust and ever ignorant. Ever unjust. To who? To his own soul when he disobeys Allah. When we disobey Allah, we're only harming ourselves. And he is ever ignorant. Jahul. Ignorant of what? Of the responsibility that he has. We think freedom, 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 free will, free will. But do we realize what free will means? It's a great burden. It's a great responsibility. So use it wisely. Where we have the choice to do something or not do something, that choice comes with great responsibility. And let's not forget this great responsibility as we live our lives. لِيُعَذِّبَ لِي Lam over here is of consequence. As a consequence, لِيُعَذِّبَ اللَّهُ Allah will punish الْمُنَافِقِينَ وَالْمُنَافِقَاتِ The hypocrite men and hypocrite women. وَالْمُشْرِكِينَ وَالْمُشْرِكَاتِ The mushrik men and mushrik women. Who are these people? Who are abusing this amana? Who are abusing free will? They're not being responsible with it. So as a result, they pretend to believe. They pretend to be righteous. Or they outright deny it. وَيَتُوبَ اللَّهُ But on the other hand, Allah will also turn in mercy. Allah will also accept repentance. Of who? عَلَى الْمُؤْمِنِينَ وَالْمُؤْمِنَاتِ The believing men and the believing women. Because they are trying to fulfill the amana that has been given to them. 
because of their sincerity and their hard work, their striving, Allah will forgive them. وَكَانَ اللَّهُ غَفُورًا رَحِيمًا And Allah is ever forgiving and merciful. The surah begins with, don't follow these people. And ends with, Allah will punish these people. Allah has given us a responsibility and tested us with this responsibility. This is the test of life. At the end, who are the losers? Who are the winners? It's made evident. So where we have been clearly given the commands in the surah, we have also been made to realize life is a test. Use your free will with wisdom and responsibility. Recitation. يسألك الناس عن الساعة قل إنما علمها عند الله وما يدريك لعل الساعة تكون قريبا إن الله لعن الكافرين وأعد لهم سعيرا خالدين فيها